0: Welcome hey,
1: hey, hey.
0: to the angry, you guys are really pissing me off right now, Masons, Masons. with your hosts, Vice and Hendershot, and sometimes PDP, If that's a brick of truth to your face, courtesy of the Angry
2: Masons. Welcome back, Angry Mason Nation. It's episode 27, and coming up today, we're going to discuss wacky news, uh, of course, the Game of Thrones finale, and we're going to talk about why anyone would keep HBO now. Uh, But first, Ryan, we have an honorary Angry Mason in the building.
0: All the way from the mean streets of Boca Raton, a.k.a. Southern Israel, it's the honorary Angry Minkson and sexy intern Jay.
1: Yay, Jay. What's up, Fagalas?
2: <laughs> Welcome back to the show, Jay.
0: Hey, how you guys doing?
2: Oh, so bad.
0: Boogity, boogity, boogity. That's how I'm doing.
2: Well, Damn. I'm in Colorado, so I'm always on a Rocky Mountain high. Son of a bitch. <sighs> <sighs> Why am I friends with you, fucks? It's terrible. <laughs> 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 how is uh we haven't had you on the show for a little while josh how's life been
1: oh man yeah doing well chilling rocking no pants and some Shivas regal uh nice. no, like, fucking breath of the wild on the nintendo switch earlier this week so you know life goals
2: oh uh, yeah how are you yeah. liking that game because i did buy that when i bought a switch i got that and mario and i just couldn't get into it yeah uh, i played a couple hours of it and was like and i'm done
1: exactly yeah it, it's tough the first four hours are kind of a struggle it gets boring but after you get into the worldwide world and it kind of just lets you go man that game is amazing there's just so much shit that you can do it's a true throwback to um the way nintendo really engineers their games to be full games not niche for some players but just a gotcha. full world that everybody can dig and i like that
0: oh you know uh i would have a nintendo switch but i'm an adult who pees standing up so you do not oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> no, no. I have this theory that women live longer than men because they do sit down to, to pee and do their business.
2: Oh, you think that's, that's the reason? Yeah, it's a working <laughs> hypothesis. Well, Ryan, you are wrong, sir. I have a Switch because I travel often and it is easily portable and gives you some uh, great gaming value in a little device. It's actually uh, probably the best platform Nintendo has put out in a very long time.
1: Uh, I actually did buy a Switch because I pee sitting down. That's, that's true.
2: Well, I mean, what else are you gonna do while you're sitting there, uh besides play Switch?
1: Oh yeah, exactly. He's he's got uh, it pegged. There's no way around that.
2: Now uh you have a kid, Josh. Is he old enough to be playing video games with you yet?
1: Oh god, yes. Well, I mean he's got these wee little hands, so it's difficult for him on the controller, but he's figuring out and you know, he can only grow from there. So
2: And I'm sure he's banned from touching dad's PC.
1: Yeah, fuck that shit. No, no,
2: no. Yeah. So you like what kind of games does he play?
1: Uh, I mean, when he he plays uh, Breath of the Wild, he plays Mario Kart. Uh, under oh. my supervision, he will uh, play uh, Fortnite, and oh. uh, he's about the average age for Fortnite players, so that works out well, uh, being five years old. And right. um, he's also um, Star Wars uh, Battlefield um, or Battlefront. I mean, uh, he plays uh, he plays that as well. He likes the shooting games, and uh, it's uh, probably just like his dad. Yeah, it's in his DNA, man. There's nothing we can do about it.
2: It's true.
0: Has he it's learned true. the finer arts of talking shit to his opponents yet? Yeah, that's me, and fuck you yeah. for that, because he does. He's brutal. He's,
1: he's a brutal. Fuck. That that prick, man. I gotta tell you.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, but yeah, he'll he'll get there pretty soon. You know, I'll have uh, the FBI uh calling me, telling me that uh, my kid swatted somebody. will be. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Oh, that's awesome. But I mean, you kind of signed up for that. That's karma. Uh this is the guy who uh back in the day used to call himself planners and have a hotkey that said, Everybody loves planners nuts.
1: Oh yeah. Oh, I still do. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> it was yes. goddamn genius. things don't change. Oh,
1: I'm sure I created the modern incel movement inadvertently.
2: <laughs> and
0: I hear that uh your son's kinda of talented. He uh he's even picked up a song. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, um, we have started, um, apparently my friends have started teaching him the fine art of uh, Florida racism. So, oh. um, yeah, he's, uh, he's bringing that uh, straight to a head. Uh, you know, it's still, it's light. You know, you don't, you don't want to break him straight into it early. But, yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty funny. A Venezuelan friend of mine decided to teach him a song. And I uh, went ahead and I uh, sent you all a clip of uh, what that sounds like.
2: <laughs> oh, well, uh, let's, uh, let's check that out.
0: spider one. Third one, say, Lady God
2: Damn uh, it,
0: dude. <laughs> uh, that's funny casual racism. <laughs> uh, that's,
2: uh. that's good. That's going to be right up
0: there with that uh, Baby Shark.
2: Yeah, that one could go viral. You should probably publish that, and you can make some money on YouTube. Or get some death threats, one of the two
1: both. There's no such thing as to avoid death threats anymore. I think they send those to anybody now. Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, it's good to hear that you uh, have graduated Parenting 101 uh, at the top of your class. And so, uh, you know, we are all impressed with that. But uh, what about you, Ryan? Uh, How has your week been? How's life? Uh, Just jacking it. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Uh, That's uh, TMI. It's really uh, yeah. too much information. Well, yeah. no, I, I think I
0: uh, informed everybody I re-signed up for Bumble because I'm a That's sucker. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. How's that so, going? I swear to fuck, if I see one more woman's profile that says, must love dogs, I am going to vomit into my mouth. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as long as they don't call them
1: their furry babies, which they do. They do. <laughs> oh God damn it. You know, as now somebody it's... who actually has to pay a lot of money for having a kid, fuck oh. those people.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and I hey, don't now. get
0: this right there. Oh, sorry. Go ahead.
2: I was just going to say, um, if you love your pets, like I love my cats, then, uh, they are like your surrogate children. So I get it.
1: Oh God. So there you're, how far away are you from being a furry? <laughs>
2: <laughs> why why <laughs> do you choose to be the way you are? No comment. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, well, before this turns into some kind of yiffing argument, (laughs) one thing I have to wonder about, you know, these dating sites and apps and whatnot is let's face it. There is a double standard. Okay. And I'm all for feminism and all that, but um, why is it cool for chicks to say, Oh, I want a fit guy. Right. But when I fucking post on my uh, profile, no fatties, I'm the bad guy, right? Wow. Wow, Ryan. Uh <laughs> oh. I mean, it's the same message, okay? Oh you know, Jesus. it's like
2: It's like my mom taught me, it's not what you say, it's how you say it, I guess. <laughs> that that's exactly it, Ryan. It's how you phrase it. See, they're being polite by saying they want someone who enjoys uh, fitness like they do, uh, even though that's code for they want a hot guy. But so you've just gotta you've just gotta rephrase that. Uh, in a way that's not offensive to the ladies. Okay, I am looking for a woman who's into fitness. Fitness,
0: D, down her throat. What? Oh, oh God. come on. <laughs> You'll learn nothing.
1: Find that <laughs> fucking wheelchair lady while it's not too late. <laughs> yeah. Hurry.
2: Hurry. he has got to be like, to she's going to roll away. <laughs> 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 oh, Ryan, you uh, never uh, learn your lesson.
0: No, no. But that's what <laughs> makes me <laughs> me. Mm -hmm. anything else make you angry this week oh my god I actually was in Publix and there was the express lane and god you know what I have some thoughts on this you gotta be fucking kidding me you gotta be fucking kidding me the express checkout lane is a fucking lie Who the fuck do you think you are bringing more than 10 items into the 10 items or less checkout lane? It's unmitigated hubris to think the rules of civility don't apply to your narcissistic shit ass. This is a symptom of the breakdown of our societal fabric. It says 10 items or less. It doesn't mean 12 items. It doesn't mean 20 items because no one was around when you started to put your bullshit groceries down on the conveyor. It doesn't mean ten items and then making an impulse buy in the line, making your total eleven items. No! Ten! Or less! If you want an impulse buy of a candy bar at the last second, bitch, you better have no more than nine items already. Ten! Or less! And yes, I'm that asshole who's gonna count your shit and call you out on it if your schmuck ass is over the limit. It's ten items or less for a fucking reason! Ten! Or less! And yes... I do abide by this hard, fast rule myself. If I have 11 items, I'll either put 9 in back or go through a regular line. 10 or less. And may whatever gods you believe in have mercy on your lousy 2-bit soul if you fucking dare to pull out a fucking checkbook in the express lane. Jesus, fuck!
2: Jesus!
0: Is this 1978 when people still use checks as fucking currency? How about you take that checkbook... Fold it in half, then cram it all the way up your loose, slutty ass. The kind of loose ass that, when you fart, it sounds like someone blowing across an empty beer bottle. You know, like, ooh. And why, oh why, do they always put the slowest cashier in the express lane? Give me a young cashier who hates interacting with people and will call out a customer who isn't heeding the item limit. That's the hero we truly deserve. We live in a society of filthy animals. And the only way we can survive is if the few rules of polite civility we still have remain intact. And that's ten or less bricks of truth to your face, courtesy of the angry masons.
2: Ryan, you really must have been holding on to that this week, uh, because you kinda blew your wad early. I'm I'm scared. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I did,
0: I did, and to make up for it for people who stick around for the end of the episode, I'm going to give you the perfect i'm sorry, the recipe for the
2: perfect dry martini
1: oh
0: all
1: right, all right. yeah, all well. right, maybe I'll stick around then <laughs> that's, good.
2: that's gonna play well with all the alcoholic listeners, and uh, frankly, that is a a majority yes, oh yeah, oh, uh, absolutely, yeah, I'm working all on right. that right now, shit, all right. <laughs> All right, so now that you got that out of your system, let's go ahead and uh, kick the show off, and uh, Josh, you're you're on for the full ride. It's time for a little bit of wacky news. Oh, no. All right, so this first story isn't all that wacky, but uh, you guys, on this podcast before, we've discussed about how aliens might be among us. Uh, And, uh, well, guys, the Department of Defense has actually admitted they are still investigating UFO sightings.
0: I honestly believe that if you are in a crowd of people, not 100% of the people you are looking at are actually human.
2: (laughs) Wow. Uh, So do you think, uh, do you subscribe to the lizard people theory?
0: No, that's that's for suckers. No, I'm talking (laughs) about interdimensional beings who look like Uh humans, but are not actually corporeal.
2: All right, and this is separate from the uh, segment of them that are actually time travelers from the future. Man,
0: I don't know how they got here. That's not my <laughs> business. All
2: right, all right. Uh, well, when you got... uh,
1: what's your Unicorn classed as?
2: Exactly. I was just thinking if that Unicorn can do it from dim- dimension to dimension, uh, you know, and by the way, I have cracked the secret to time travel, but we'll get into that in another episode. So uh, if this could happen. And the Department of Defense... Uh, they agree with us because they uh, they say they are continuing to um, investigate unidentified aerial phenomena. Uh, it happens all the time.
0: Yeah, they use unidentified aerial phenomena now because UFO is such a loaded uh, word.
2: The mm-hmm. Acronym. Yeah. Yes. Well, it's just good to know that uh, when aliens visit, uh, they can go right to Florida and uh, hang out with Florida man. Oh, no. Yeah. Mm hmm. That's right. Better have because, that sun uh, pass, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. You don't want to try to get stuck in one of those cash lanes. That'll fuck up your whole day.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah,
1: that'll definitely do an Independence Day situation. <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right. So we all can agree then. Uh, aliens are real. They are among us. And the Department of Defense agrees as well. Are they among us? Or are they kind of looking
0: at us like we look at um, great apes in a zoo, zoo
2: enclosure? <laughs> I think that's more likely. They're probably fascinated by how primitive and bullshit we are. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. I gotta, without getting too much into it, I gotta throw in there, I gotta know who's in the Department of Defense right now, because if Dennis Rodman is releasing these, I ain't giving a shit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what, honestly, uh, I don't believe there is a, act, I think there's only an acting defense uh, Secretary of Defense right now. Yeah, I think Rodman no. is, I think is in the diplomacy Corps. so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, we're we're only about to go to war with Iran, but uh, we don't have anyone in charge of the Department of Defense. So, it's all right. Sure Alan Iverson's working on it hard. right now.
0: <laughs> all right. There you go. <laughs> all
2: right. Well, that alien story got political real fast. So let's escape out of there uh, and uh, head to a story in Oregon where a uh, man stole his daughter's Girl Scout cookie money for an erotic massage. Oh, God. You know that money was just going to go towards erotic massages anyway. But <laughs> the man uh, stole seven hundred and forty dollars in uh, Girl Scout cookie money um, and actually staged a uh, fake home invasion uh, to explain why the money was working was missing. Yeah, seven hundred forty dollars. Was he getting like the whole body shampoo? <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure he got all the services, if you know what I mean, for $740. Oh, I know what you mean. Up the butt.
1: <laughs> um, you know, he might have gotten away with it, too, if you didn't write Caramel Delights on the check.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and also paid by a check. That's another thing.
2: <laughs> well, uh, unfortunately, it's a story without a happy ending, uh, because the man, 40-year-old man pled guilty uh, to initiating a false report. He was put on probation, fined 100 bucks, in order to perform 80 hours of uh, community service. He'll also have to repay what he stole. You think It'll any cool. of
0: that community service is going to old folks' homes and giving them massages?
1: <laughs> it would be great if community service was him having to, like, take care of a Girl Scout troop. <laughs> womp womp. <laughs>
2: Do you think he okay. uh, stopped in Jupiter at the uh, Patriots Wax Shack?
1: <laughs> Who doesn't? It's like it's like a national pastime now.
2: Well, I mean, <laughs> that would only
0: that would have only cost him eighty
2: bucks. True, that's right. <laughs> what is he a billionaire? I mean, the guy's not rich. He's he's got to steal money from literally steal money from the cookie jar.
0: Oh, that is that is sadly true.
2: Mm. <laughs> All right, well, uh, let's move on. Uh, this next one is an international story that comes from China. Uh, And, uh, you know, as we discussed earlier, a large segment of our listeners are alcoholics, or perhaps they're drunks because they don't go to meetings. Um, But (laughs) when you when you drink a little too much, bad things can happen. As a a man found out, he woke up uh, having passed out from a boozy night only to find out his penis had been chopped off.
1: (sighs) What the fuck, man? Is his name Tiger? That might be a problem.
2: (laughs) It's a Tan Nan or Tan Nan, however you want to pronounce it. Yeah, I'm that's not Chinese, see, I see but the do not know. Yeah, yeah see <laughs> the To be fair, I think that is
0: Chinese for dickless.
2: Oh, <laughs> yeah. You know what? That sounds legit. I think that's probably true.
1: Is is that what I have tattooed on my back?
2: See, <laughs> I so had a whole inch cut off and now it's just a nub. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Ryan, that's racist, Ryan. Uh, the man Just because the man is from China does not mean that he has a small penis.
0: That's true. He could have been like the long dong silver of the of China. It's possible. Every, every once in a while, there's a Yao Ming in there of Dickery. <laughs> now, do you think well, that that cock was used for medicine or just
2: like <laughs> someone ran out of gum? Well, that's just it. Uh, Mister uh, Mister Nan had uh, been out drinking with friends in Hunan, uh, southern China, when he became Those so drunk. His friends, <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> He's lucky he doesn't have stitches in a missing kidney too, but, uh, he became so drunk that he fell asleep when he came around the following morning, he felt a sharp pain in his groin and then noticed his genitals had been chopped off. Uh, when you say genitals, does that mean like twig and berries? Uh, I mean, it doesn't say, I think it's just the twig. I think it's going to just be the twig.
1: Oh man. Remember, man, the world's just going South. Remember when they used to put you in a nice like tub
0: of ice? (laughs) How <laughs> oh, they just leave you on the street drunk or whatever. That's just... Yeah. Like, what do you do to piss someone off so much that they're like, I'm going to cut this motherfucker's dick off. <laughs> <laughs>
2: right. Well, get this. The man allegedly told cops he had no idea who was responsible for the cruel prank. Dude, this goes way beyond prank. They cut your penis off.
1: <laughs> right, yeah. It's, it's not like you found it in your locker later that
0: day. Like, oh, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> that that There must be something lost in translation there. <laughs>
2: Well, fortunately for Mr. Nan, uh, his penis was found uh, nearby where he passed out, Um, and uh, (laughs) he he took the penis uh, to um, uh, a nearby hospital. Uh, He was, of course, bleeding profusely, but actually several hospitals turned him away as they were not equipped for such an operation.
1: What what do you need for that operation? uh, We don't have a sewing needle? Fuck out of here. (laughs) Uh, we don't have any super glue anywhere. You're fucked, buddy. Oh, right. uh, yeah, your, your entire life is out of network, I guess, from that point on.
2: Well, finally, he was taken to Changsha Hospital and treated by microsurgery experts. <laughs>
1: see, that lends to what <laughs> Ryan was
2: saying. <laughs> Damn it, Ryan was right. All right, well, after seven hours of surgery, his manhood was reported to have been successfully reattached.
1: Yeah, uh, we'll see how his wife feels about that. I'll take her word over anyone else's.
2: I mean, uh, didn't that, uh, that Bobbit guy who got his penis cut off, didn't he end up doing uh, porn later? So uh, he can be successfully reattached and live a normal life, I suppose.
1: God, that is a profile in courage. I would be so ginger with that shit for the rest of my natural life. Yeah, I wouldn't be throwing <laughs> it around on fucking video.
2: <laughs> I mean, I think, that, I think it was called Frankenweenie or Frankenpenis or something like that. Of course
1: it was. Oh, we're terrible people. None of the living cocks.
2: <laughs> uh, oh my good God.
1: good uh, honoring Mary Shelley with that one good job
2: yeah, right. <laughs> well uh, this next story comes from Louisiana uh, where a uh, um, a man leapt from the second floor apartment Monday uh, after a woman tried to shoot him because he refused to give her oral sex all right something about this story is fishy
1: <laughs> somebody here should be uh, I, I don't know man yeah this, this is oh, too much
2: why why would you <laughs> that's kind (laughs) of i know
0: it's kind of fucked up but so is pulling a gun on someone who won't go down on you (laughs)
2: uh yeah i guess i guess you're right i I guess you're right uh well um the uh the man invited a a woman named anisha speed um (laughs) back to his uh, apartment on monday where the incident started um they had spent much of the day together. Once in the apartment, the victim claimed Speed asked him to give her oral sex. Uh, the unnamed man declined, and Speed responded by pulling out a handgun. <laughs> she uh, allegedly pointed the gun at the man and threatened to shoot him if he didn't perform the oral sex.
1: Yeah, is no chill at all. <laughs>
2: all at all. I Jesus, mean, I mean, she's a little desperate there. I mean, and how awful uh, could it have been uh, down there for the man to risk being shot and throw himself out a window.
0: And like, what guy turns <laughs> down that offer anyway? I mean, it must have been like a a, a boar's head truck, T-bone, a blood mobile. <laughs> like, no, no, it's not happening.
2: <laughs> oh my yeah. God. Well, the uh, man grabbed Speed's wrist and uh, she fired a round into the wall. He then proceeded to run onto the second floor balcony and jumped to the ground as another shot was fired in his direction officers arrived and discovered uh, speed outside the apartment not long after the incident uh, surprised she allegedly resisted handcuffs and had to be taken to the ground before she was taken into custody now, that's a gangster bitch that's a that's a bitch i'm going to bring home to mom's
0: <laughs> i'm kidding i'm kidding mom <laughs>
2: Thank Just you. to make it worse, uh, not only did she shoot at him, um, but they also found that she had stolen a shotgun and PlayStation 4 game console from the victim's home. So I say, you know what, you could shoot at me for not going down on you, but God damn it, you steal my PS4 and uh, we're going to throw down. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it's good to have priorities.
2: <laughs> yeah, maybe that uh, maybe that's wrong. Yeah, I'm sure. OK,
0: Man, that's a lot
1: that guy gave up. That might have been some ratchet sniz. I'm not lying.
2: I mean, it would have to be right. Oh, there had to be some sort of real foul odor. Uh, I mean, or it would have to look
0: like you can uh, open a pop top on there. You know, like maybe maybe your clit has a thumbnail or something.
1: <laughs> maybe he saw like the last dude who got trapped in there it was just shaking his head like "run."
0: I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Look, and I I want to apologize to all of our female listeners, both of uh, you. I th- <laughs> Like we're not misogynistic. Okay. We're misogynistic, but we try to be funny about it.
2: Uh I don't know who we is uh, and who you're talking about over there, but I have nothing but respect uh, for women all over the world. Yeah, you have to, or your wife will beat your ass. <laughs>
1: Some will shoot you.
2: This is true. <laughs> this is true. All right. Well, Moving on, our final story, uh, Ryan. This is a little bit of a callback. Um, we had a, a similar couple of incidents a few episodes ago, but uh, just recently, a uh, middle school um, had a global gourmet class, and um, well, the students were participating in a cooking competition, and I think you can guess where this is going. The middle co- middle school students allegedly oh, served. Oh my
0: God! I, I can see, I can see what's coming
2: allegedly served urine and semen-filled crepes oh, to their God teachers uh, during the competition and are now being investigated by local authorities.
1: Oh, just uh, Just throw the book at them. Man, I don't care. Try them as adults, because clearly, as we can see, they're adults, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Biology never, is determined. <laughs> never, ever, ever, ever eat anything an adolescent brings to you. <laughs> that's true
2: yes. yeah this is our third story about uh, you know teenage boys uh, putting various fluids into food and serving it to faculty so uh, this is just a public service announcement uh, from angry masons to teachers everywhere uh, you know don't eat the fucking food uh, from the kids it's really going to be a bad idea at,
1: at best it's going to be average even if it was done right what the fuck
2: yeah. like, when, did, yeah. when did
0: home ec turn into fucking uh, group circle jerk effort what like
1: yeah yeah these classrooms need to be like smaller i think
0: see this is why i was in band and not shop or fucking home ec
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's 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 probably for the best okay so so now we've learned a few lessons today and we've learned uh, not to eat food from teenagers we've uh, learned uh, ryan's a misogynist uh and uh we've learned that chinese people have small penises when they're cut off
0: I feel
1: like I knew to, all of those things before we came here.
2: Yeah, to I, be fair, we didn't learn
0: I was a misogynist. And <laughs> and I want to just make the distinction that I'm not a misogynist. I'm a misanthrope, okay? I hate okay. everybody equally. Yeah. All right, that's yeah. fair enough. Okay. Yeah, that's true. I hate and I hate and I hate. And if there's time left in the day, I'll hate some more.
1: Yeah, fair enough.
0: Classic, classic Ryan. Before I go to bed, I'll even master hate. You remember what that is? No, I don't. <laughs> Oh, that's when you jerk off all angry and shit. God damn it. (laughs) God damn
2: it. Well, that wasn't, uh, those stories weren't the only news this week. Um, A certain uh, show had a series finale this weekend. uh, And God damn it, we're going to talk about it. After eight seasons it's finally over uh game of thrones the game has been won the final episode has aired guys uh what did you think
0: uh, i think it's almost as so sad seen. as losing grumpy cat
2: oh <laughs> rest in peace grumpy cat a real celebrity for our yeah. time all right so uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna think then that you enjoyed and approve of the last episode
0: i uh I didn't have a problem with it where I'm like, go to change.org and start a petition to fucking redo the thing.
2: All right. Hey, 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 don't get all, don't get all uh, fired up about it. You've uh, already ranted on that.
1: I did. I, I did. Yeah. Yeah. I had no problem whatsoever with the ending. I think it was uh the fan service that it looked like we were all going to get since the beginning of season seven. So.
2: That is true. Well, uh the, The episode started off strong. Uh, You had uh, Tyrion walking through the city and seeing some of the destruction. Uh, We get yet another shot of the mother and child holding the burnt horse. Um, You know, they got a lot of mileage out of that, just in case we had forgotten uh, from the week before. But then um, came one of the coolest images throughout the entire show, and that's as Daenerys is about to address her, her adoring troops. And as she walks up to the steps, Drogon takes off behind her, and just for a split second, it appears like she has dragon wings, Man, that was really fucking cool. I would love to have a poster of that. Yeah. Fucking uh, WWE doesn't have entrances anywhere close
0: to that fucking awesome.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's, you know, people will talk shit about the um, series and, and redoing season eight. The, why I was offended about that was the cinematography, the music, all of the extras and all of the work that they put in was always top notch from one to eight. They did everything perfectly.
2: That was brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah agreed absolutely so uh so danny gives her uh, her little hitler speech to her adoring crowds and at that point we've seen her um this is the total transformation she comes out dressed in black um as if she's just taking uh, cersei's spot and uh and then proceeds to detail her plans to continue her war uh, across the entire world do we have to do hitler speech maybe we can like do a Mussolini comparison. You
1: know, Come Charlie on. Chaplin gave a speech too. I no one remembers that asshole. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, I'm just saying that she did she delivered the classic, uh, you know, bad guy speech to the troops. Uh, it was, uh, you know, right out of uh, a text movie textbook. I invoke ein dragon. i people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then she's given her speech and then, uh, Tyrion, even though he's a small guy, has big balls because uh, he walks up and confronts her in front of everybody. And when doesn't get the answer he wants, he uh, throws his uh, hand of the queen pin to the ground.
1: Yeah, no chill on that. He didn't even hand it to her or anything like that. He's like, go get it, bitch.
2: Yeah, he's like, <laughs> fuck you, bitch. That shit's out. <laughs> yeah. Now, you know, uh, I say he's got big balls because he basically was like, please kill me when he threw that down, right? I mean, yeah. he knew...
0: It was going to happen anyway. I mean, he knew that she knew that he released his brother, so yeah. it was a it was a done deal.
2: Yeah, and we did get that scene where um, Tyrion finds the bodies of uh, Jaime and Cersei buried in the rubble, and uh, I have to say that was of all the deaths, uh, you know, and I wasn't even really moved by that when they died uh, in the last episode, but uh, him discovering those bodies, uh, you know that that was a touching scene.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that was. I honestly think he was ready to throw his life away before that. I think the thing that really touched him off was when obviously uh, Danny burned the fuck out of King's Landing, which therefore made yeah. his betrayal of Varys wholly a huge problem. And that's when oh, yeah. he knew that he was pretty much dead man walking. He
2: is consumed with guilt over doing uh-huh. that because Varys clearly was correct the whole time. So he basically betrayed and murdered his friend um for no particular reason other what, than he was you know too dopey to to see what's happening.
0: And what I would like to say is I know a lot of people were like oh well Arya should have killed uh, Cersei and blah blah yeah. blah and yeah guess, That's what yeah. I
2: was hoping would happen.
0: I get that. I absolutely do. But as a, uh, a student of you know narratives and stories basically Cersei her whole her whole power structure her whole life literally came crumbling down on top of her. Every <laughs> bad thing she's ever done literally just crashed in on her uh, and suffocated her and crushed her.
2: Nice. You know, I didn't even think of that uh, as it was happening, but uh, that's a pretty good metaphor. Uh, I kind of see why they did that now.
0: Yeah, it's like an onion, you know, it has layers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I did, well, thank Ryan, you, I,
1: Shrek. <laughs> I did want to ask you about something because uh, you had been hinting um, before that you had known something— uh, about the Golden Company uh, that you didn't want to say because it might spoil it like all the way back at the end of season 7 and yeah. um, was the thing that they get yeeted out of existence in the first 10 minutes because that was news to me <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah they definitely got bitched out uh, I mean all lined up looking pretty like uh, and looking imposing, posing and then they hear a little rumble behind them and they're like what's that and then uh, next thing they know they've uh, got dragon fire up their ass uh, right. and that's the end of them
0: right. Right. yeah Well, no, in the book, like when they landed, they actually started attacking um, forces that were loyal to uh, the Iron Throne. So what I thought was going to happen was they were going to do the old, you know, heel turn, like heel turn, motherfucker, and like go against Cersei. But they didn't even get the chance. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I I, guess so.
2: I thought for sure something about the Lannister debts and uh, having her paid it off. Would um, cause them to switch sides, just like you. That's what I was expecting the whole time. So to see them just get shit upon uh, before the battle even really started uh, was was pretty awesome, actually.
1: I, yeah. I thought what you were gonna, uh, what you knew, was that maybe um, in charge of the Golden Company was the original OG mercenary, Dario Motherfucking Naharis, who would have been like, "Bitch, that's my queen.
0: Go in." That oh, that that would have been awesome. But in the uh, in the books, he was actually a member of a different um, mercenary. Company. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, yeah, that's like Lousy with mercenary companies.
2: Gotcha. Right, well. Gotcha. So, um, so Tyrion, um, you know, he's, he throws it away, uh, his hand pin, uh, and of course, they throw him in the Houskow. Uh He's down in the dungeon. So uh, then we get a little John and Tyrion bro down, where uh, Tyrion tries to convince him that uh, you know his queen is is evil and needs to go. Yeah, and we see John, like, you know, still spousing the whole fucking Ned Stark shit
0: that got him fucking beheaded. Like, oh, she's yeah, McQueen right. and. Awful and- dumb. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: But I'm yeah. glad that Tyrion was able to finally talk him out of it by, like, well, you know, she's. Well, first off, uh, back up a little bit. Arya was like, well, she knows who you are. She, You know, she's going to fucking kill you because you're a threat. Yeah. And then Tyrion. Talks to him. He basically says the same thing. And John seems resigned to it. Like, eh, that, that's my fate, you know, whatever. But when he was like, do you think your sisters will bend the knee? He's like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. And
2: then he realizes it's not just him. It puts some uh, names on those, you know, faceless people that could get killed by her. So I think you're totally right. That's what changes his mind. But even then, as he leaves, he's clearly conflicted. Um, And that's when we get the scene where um, he uh, heads into the tower where Danny's hanging out. And, of course, Drogon's uh, uh, on guard outside. And so Jon's clearly the only one that can get to her uh, and get close to her. Drogon allows him to get in, of course, because of that Targaryen blood. And then uh, he goes up and uh, confronts his queen upstairs. And prior to that, if you remember, the scene kind of plays
0: out like her vision in the House of the Undying back in season two.
2: Right. It does. Yeah, yeah I actually people, saw a video where they put those side to side uh, to show how different they were. And uh, what was most striking was that they both slow down as they approach the uh, throne and then um, she just reaches out and touches it. And, you know, honestly, you never get a chance to sit in it.
1: Yeah. yeah what, what was cool about that is back then in season was that three, I believe, or maybe even earlier. Uh, yeah. You when you see it because winter is coming, you think that's snow to signify yeah, totally. that winter is hit. And then finally, you realize that's Ash, motherfuckers.
2: Yeah, she uh, is, in fact, the Queen of Ashes, even though she decided that that wasn't uh, what she wanted to do. So then comes the uh, inevitable moment uh, that we all knew was going to happen where, uh, you know, and, and here's the thing. John could have just uh, it, it was that sort of Luke Skywalker moment where they're like, she's like, join me uh, and together we'll rule, you know, and he, he could have been hitting that. You know what I mean? I know sure. it's his aunt or whatever, but he could have gone along with it. Hey, Targaryens are wild. Yeah, he could have stuck her with that D, but he, oh, he did. But the D stood for dagger. <laughs> yeah. So as he tells her, uh, you know, you'll always be my queen, and uh, kisses her. Uh, of course, he um, he stabs her in the heart, and uh, she is shocked. Um, but uh, doesn't make doesn't live long. Has nothing else to say, and that's the end of her story. Uh, and of course, um, her dragon can tell right away when she's dead, and uh, he's kind of pissed.
1: Yeah, yeah I, uh, in that particular instant, I thought that that dragon would have absolutely just flamed on him, and um, that he might not have died, because he is a Targaryen, and, you know, that, that might have been a cool thing, way to go out for a Drogon to just be like, all right, fuck it, and then, but, you know, he, he didn't do that, he, he well, destroyed.
0: Her, her older brother was a Targaryen, right, but he died from that golden, melt, melted gold on his head. Yeah, yeah. Uh, some are dragons and some aren't, Yeah. 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 But what Drogon actually did was he literally destroyed the Iron Throne. And in doing mm-hmm. so, it's like the Targaryens are, are done with Westeros. We're done. We're gone. Well, I mean, was that good. goes
1: without saying anyway, shit. I mean. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: So, uh, you know, Drogon um, in a in and in this is probably the I wasn't really upset when she died. We all knew she wasn't going to make it through the through the episode. It's the final episode. So we know that wasn't going to happen. Um, but then the dragon comes up and nudges with or with his nose. Uh, and that was, that was pretty sad. Uh, yeah. And then of course he melts the uh, melts the throne and then uh, takes off with Danny's body to parts unknown because you know, um, that's what dragons do. And then I guess John turns himself in.
0: What a yeah. We don't move. see that part, which is probably good because that would have been awkward to write. And so sort they're of just like, fuck it. We're not going to write it. <laughs> yeah.
2: I thought yeah. for sure that uh, you know, the, Uh, I thought for sure some troops would come running in through the door when they hear all the noise from the dragon uh, or whatever. But uh, no, uh, that happens off screen. And, um, you know, you know, Grey Worm, he's hell bent on executing John.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was the woman who freed him, freed them all. So, you know, that's as much as uh, Missandei was was his girl. Danny was his girl, too. So,
2: you know. Exactly. And then, and she, and he sort of was robbed of his purpose at that point. You know, he's had a purpose his entire life, uh, and, and bred for that. And suddenly they are free, uh, but no longer have a queen. So, um, uh, uh, so the next thing we see, um, is, uh, they have, uh, they bring all the, uh, lords and ladies of the, of the seven kingdoms together to decide, uh, John and Tyrion's fate. And, um, and that was very interesting, uh, for many reasons, uh, you know, including the fact that uh, there was yet another uh, a water bottle this time uh, sitting behind uh, Sam's <laughs> feet. And, of course, everyone noticed that.
0: I thought it was, I thought it was funny that uh, when Samwell brought up the idea of direct democracy, he basically just got fucking laughed out of there. <laughs> like, oh, why don't we yeah. get my horse boat, too? <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. As
1: uh, I wouldn't have been happy with the ending if they decided to bring democracy to Westeros, because that seems like just such a... Well, Not I mean, realistic.
0: like in history, it comes in, in stages, you know, you couldn't have had democracy yeah. without the Magna Carta. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You can't just jump like that way. You know, it wouldn't have worked.
2: Everyone who's there, you've got uh, you've got Sam and uh, Bronze there, who's now, of course, the Lord of Highgarden because Lannisters always pay their debts. So, uh. <laughs> you know what, though? He made that deal with Tyrion and Jamie. Jamie's dead. Tyrion's in jail. So who makes him Lord of Highgarden? Well no, he wasn't there for that council. Yeah, are you sure? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was. Was I thought he, he was. Yeah, I thought he huh. was. Yeah.
0: Maybe I'm fucked up.
2: You know what? <laughs> Let's check the Google machine. Ryan, it looks like you're right. I can't find any proof that he was there, uh, so maybe we don't see him until the small council scene later in the show. I mean, I'm not one who, who likes
0: to say I told you so. No. I actually revel in it. Oh, <laughs> oh. my
2: a little sticky now.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: all right, all right. Well, the, um, the lords and ladies that are, that are present um, take a vote, and after Tyrion convinces all of them that, in fact, the person who should be king is Bran.
1: Oh man. So Emperor Palpatine did. So did
2: just <laughs> <laughs> Now why why do you say that? Yeah, because you you think he manipulated this the entire time to end I mean, up as the king.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is a guy who doesn't really need a master of whispers for any reason, right? So this guy sees past, present, future. Uh for damn sure. He and he was so arrogantly said, "Why do you think I came all this way? You think fucking Westeros is wheelchair accessible?" Hell no. This is a pain in the ass for me. <laughs>
0: So. Oh, like
2: that poor girl from Cali. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right.
1: right.
2: Yeah, he right. didn't have to wheel across the whole United States. Westeros is no nearly, nearly as big, so it couldn't be that bad.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I mean, this guy apparently he himself said he knew what was up. So mm-hmm. it's you know it's entirely plausible that he was planting you know all these little seeds he was planting all around to uh, get people to do exactly what he wanted to freak out and admit the truth when they probably should have kept it close to their vest. And, uh, you know, kind of manipulated it right into uh, him being the only person who would be acceptable for the reasons that Terry and himself described. Yeah.
0: You know, this probably goes back to when he was living under a fucking hill. He's like, man, I'm living in, under this fucking tree. I fucking hate <laughs> this shit. Can't walk. I can't bang this hot chick I want to bang. I'm going to be king, bitch. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Now, if you remember, my dark horse theory was that Sansa would end up as queen. And you know what? I'm going to take partial credit because, in fact, uh, she is now queen in the north.
1: Yep. Yeah. She angled for that shit early. She's like, oh, my brother's king? Yo, bruh. Hey, bruh.
2: (laughs) Yeah. She's like, "Uh, you know how you're king of the seven seven kingdoms? Uh, Guess what? Um, It's now six. (laughs) We're we're out. We're going to stay to the north.
1: uh, I'm doing you a favor. You don't have to wheel your ass all the way up there once every 20 years. You're fine.
2: Exactly, and then everyone sneezed. everyone just shrugged.
0: Everyone <laughs> was like,
2: "Oh no, we
0: don't get this cold wasteland anymore." Right.
2: Yeah, no right. one seemed to give a
0: shit. Uh, right. Yeah, so it's like so. if Minnesota seceded and want to be part of Canada. Oh right. no! Right. <laughs>
2: All right, now, uh, that opinion uh, is uh, is Ryan's alone. Any of our fans from Minnesota? That's right, Minnesota. Fun <laughs> <laughs> so uh the next thing uh then uh everything starts wrapping up um they of course uh, do not execute Tyrion. they uh, may, in fact uh, brand makes him the hand uh and uh, even though gray worm does not like that decision uh you know brand tells him that this is the perfect um you know the perfect fit is that uh, he's going to have to work the rest of his days on the behalf of the kingdom so he basically just said don't ever try to retire Tyrion, because that's the day you'll die
1: yeah, no, I, I can confirm the worst hell you can ever put somebody through is a job.
2: It's right. <laughs> <Yeah. It's>
0: right. <laughs> the That's right. <laughs> yeah. You have to work,
2: Yeah. So, and then another interesting scene, uh, we see Brienne, poor heartbroken uh, Brienne, uh, and she's uh, actually um, got a book with all the history of the Knights of the Realm and uh, Jamie's story is incomplete so she takes it upon herself to go ahead and edit that uh, sort of wikipedia style uh, and put uh put which sh- you know a sort of a sugar coated version in there to make Jamie look good
0: do you think yeah. she doodled what his cock looks like in the in like the margin mm.
2: <laughs> no i'm going to probably say no Ryan uh. No, y'all were mad as fuck when
1: she closed that book and the ink was wet. I know it. <laughs> hey, what are you doing?
0: Have you never funny before?
2: <laughs> it's funny you said that because uh, when she did that, that's exactly what my wife said she didn't let the ink dry. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, and uh, after everything said and done, <laughs> Jamie Lannister. Bleh, that's yeah, his Smudge.
2: <laughs> smudge. Uh, so, uh, you know, that's the last we see of Brienne. Uh, and we see her in the small council. Apparently, she's uh, head of the King's Guard now, which totally makes sense. And then, of course, uh, Podrix, uh it looks like he's a knight with her, too.
1: Yep. Do you think he was King's Guard? I hope not. because is No, he, he was in King's Guard uh, armor. So yeah. Oh, he was.
2: man. That's such and a fucking the, letdown. He's the official wheelchair pusher. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Another letdown. Yeah, yeah. So this dude could sing, could apparently, as we remember, fuck like gangbusters. And they put oh, yeah. him in a position where he'll never be able to do any of those things. That's
2: fucked. Yeah, yeah, he's got a uh, Liam Neeson size uh, hog on him, apparently. <laughs>
1: yeah, dude, all the fucking, whenever they were going to rebuild all of those warhouses, they would have loved Pod. But no, nah, <laughs> Pod's got to hang out and wheel this guy around for like 16 hours of his day. Hold
2: exactly. on, like,
0: is, is that Liam Neeson thing? Is that, a, is that like a thing? Like, I've never heard of
2: that. Oh, yeah. It's absolutely true. Yeah, it absolutely is. As a matter of fact, I often listen to uh, Kevin Smith and Ralph Garman's pod- Hollywood Babylon podcast, and uh, they end every show with five facts about Liam Neeson's cock. <laughs>
1: <laughs> See, this is the type of gimmick that you all need to really prepare yourself, Just propel yourselves sure. into the fucking, yeah, yeah. You got
0: to watch it. Right. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so what I'm hearing now, Intern Jay, is that you want us to talk about your b-hole. So... <laughs> I mean I've been sending all of these emails so thank you. <laughs> thank you Christ.
2: <laughs> oh my god.
0: Did you know that uh intern Jay's B-hole whistles Dixie? <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my god. All right. Well, um so Arya of course uh who is my favorite character and I think a lot of people's favorite character. Yeah. You know, she heads uh heads out to find out what is west of Westeros. Uh, and so uh, Arya the Explorer uh, boards a ship and, uh, and heads off with her, her giant uh, you know Stark uh, sails. A lot of people were
1: saying that they would appreciate that as a spinoff. And you know what? Yeah, I agree with that.
2: Unfortunately, uh, just today, producers have nixed that idea and said that there are no plans uh, to uh, have a sequel with Arya. Ooh. So,
0: in other words, she just dies at
2: sea. probably never to be, she's going to go West and probably never be seen again. I mean, that's the way, but uh, I'm sure she has all kinds of amazing adventures uh, that we'll just never get to know about, but who knows maybe 10 years from now, they'll come back to it uh, and bring her in on it and uh, and do it then. So once they run out of other ideas. Uh, So uh, of course, uh, last but not least, uh, you know, is Jon Snow. And uh, rather than killing him, somehow gray worm agrees uh, that the best thing to do would be to send him north to the mostly intact wall uh, to be part of the King's Watch again. You know, the, the first
0: thing—the first thing that popped into my head when they said we're sending you to the Night's Watch was this. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: Yeah. 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 When, when they said that, I, I started cracking up. I was watching with my wife. It was like 11, what, 11 p.m. at night by that point. And I couldn't stop laughing for like 20 seconds. She wasn't laughing. She didn't think it was funny. I'm like, how could you not?
2: <laughs> oh, my God. So uh, it was some really great acting there. And I love the look on his face as he approaches the, uh, you know, as he approaches the wall. Uh, and just that the look of resignation on him there. But, uh, yeah. I mean, I guess he gets sort of a happy ending. Uh, you know, um, he's uh, reunited with uh, the, the wildlings, the wild people from the north. And he's going to head to the true north. Uh, he abandons his post. His watch is done. Uh, and he is, uh, of course, reunited uh, with Ghost, which uh, made a lot of the fans happy. Well, we don't know if
0: he abandoned his post, but he's probably just leading the wildlings home. Through the uh, the haunted forest, which is a callback to the very first scene ever of Game of Thrones, Uh when uh, the Rangers are going through the haunted forest for the first time and run into the White Walkers. Right, but this time instead of White Walkers, there's a little sprig of grass showing that Uh winter's over.
2: it must have ended when uh, you know it must have ended when the Night King. Uh, w- was murdered, uh, or when he when he died, I guess. So, but you know what, Ryan, I disagree. I think it was pretty clear when he looks back and watches the gate close on the wall that he is not returning. Uh, I think his watch is done, and he's going to go and stay in the north. And that's how yeah. I want to. That's how I want to remember it. I do want to point out though, uh, when he was reunited with Ghost, that dog is going to kill him. Uh, for everything that he has been put through, uh, it, it's only a matter of time. It's uh, Ghost has probably been plotting his demise all eight seasons, and uh, it's just going to happen. It's just going to happen off screen. Damn it, Dan! It's not they don't have guns in Game of Thrones,
0: or else that might be a credible theory.
2: It doesn't always take a gun; uh, it could be a tractor. Uh, that has happened too. A dog splits someone with a tractor, so uh, yeah, there's Ghost like a... will find a way.
1: There's like a report that comes to the small council like you know there was one scorpion that survived where did that go
2: (laughs) thunk yeah john impaled it's like oh
0: so you're gonna ride a dragon bitch okay I lost my ear for you, motherfucker. <laughs> right. You didn't even pet me when he went south.
2: <laughs> I want to know who let Ghost run in with the Dothraki uh, when they charged the Army of the Dead. Like, right. why, who, right. why would he do that? Why wouldn't he uh, have stayed in the back to like guard people in the keep or something, or or but, stayed well, downstairs? Are, are you gonna tell him no? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure he does what Toll. I mean, they trained him, so I'm sure he would have done it. But that, uh, whatever, that uh, that's fine. He survived, and that. And and that's good for everyone. So that was the final episode. I think we all agreed that we enjoyed it. Uh, so fuck you to all those people out there who want it redone. You've got, sometimes you just got to accept things for what they are. But uh, the big question here is now with uh, HBO done with Game of Thrones, uh, and that's what a lot of people had the subscription for. How many people are just going to dump this uh, HBO subscription now? How many lo- uh, you know viewers do you think they lost on, uh, on Monday morning?
1: I mean to be perfectly brutal. Half these motherfuckers, much like me, didn't even have their own HBO subscriptions. They were just biting <laughs> off their friends. So, you no,
2: know, I don't think anybody should
0: worry. <laughs> um, I am, I am cautiously optimistic about the prequel that's coming out next year.
2: Is it? Is it that soon? It's already coming out next year. Oh yeah, jeez. Well, that's good. That's good. As long the problem is, is that they're not going to be drawing from a book. Uh, And so and then they're not going to have the same showrunner. So I just hope they can keep the same quality and they can keep what people love about Game of Thrones, which is, you know, being unpredictable, brutal, uh, you know, and and sort of realistic about some things until the dragons show up. Let's face facts.
0: It's not going to be as good as the first six seasons of Game of Thrones. It's not right. It's not going to happen. Right. So that's why I'm cautiously optimistic. I'm going to give it a chance. I want to like it. Hopefully I do.
2: All right. Well, there are still some other great shows on there that we watch. Uh, I can't recommend Barry enough. Uh, that show is fantastic.
0: Barry uh, is fucking amazing. Anyone who's really seen uh, Breaking Bad, and a lot of people say when uh, when other their friends start watching, it's like, oh, I wish I could be seeing that for the first time again. Yeah. This is your chance. Watch Barry, and I guarantee you're going to fucking love it. I'll give that shit a shot. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, yeah, I,
0: I, I
2: agree.
1: Yeah, Definitely. I um, do recommend um, Chernobyl is this mini series. I have no idea. It may only be like six episodes they're doing and yeah. they're halfway through it. Um, now uh, it's a little s- slow for the first episode, but that second episode that they have that aired, you know, about 10 days ago was perfect television. They did it, the pacing, the Good. tense. It's so tense. It's just well acted. Uh, that that was, that's a beautiful show. And it's kind of a niche so it's hard to recommend that to a lot of people. But at the very least, I can say... Is it, is it it's gruesome?
2: Uh, because it looked like it was going the, to be gruesome.
1: The third episode is horrific to show people who have faced that high level of radiation mm. and what happens to their bodies after about yeah. seven days. Yeah. Uh, they, oh, don't, they don't get horribly into detail, but you do see, uh, you know, a couple scenes where people go up to their loved ones and they look like plastered skeletons and, you know, but that's just... Uh, it, that's how horrific it is. And honestly, as somebody who, you know, grew up at a time of mutual des- assured destruction in the eighties, uh, y- you knew it was bad, but you had never really seen that. I mean, the only, uh, is, uh, images that we have of that are from, you know, 1945.
0: Yeah. Right. Survivors of Hiroshima and Nagasaki. And yeah. right.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's not like there was a tremendous amount of detail that could be put into that. I mean, they were just dealing with it more than documenting it. So, um, it's, uh, they did a really good job in making sure everything is historically accurate and biologically and like scientifically, I mean, accurate. So uh, there was good writing for that. And, um, you know, coming up, there are a couple things on HBO that I was kind of interested in. I,
2: Watchmen. Uh, I, oh, yeah. If you guys haven't checked that out, um, there is a, a teaser trailer for Watchmen. Uh, and as far as I can tell from the trailer, it appears to be a sequel um, to the original Watchmen. Uh, right. It looks like it maybe picks up uh, after the events of the, uh, of the comic book series in the movie.
0: Really? So, I, I kind of got the impression that it actually had nothing to do with the source material or the movie that came after. It's see, just... I think
2: it does. Cause they're all wearing a uh, Rorschach uh, masks yeah. and stuff there. So yeah. it seems like they all know about his sacrifice. Uh, at the end I mean that's the But uh, HBO has been Keeping it very close To the vest They are not Giving out much details That little teaser That we got Is is all we know
1: Well I can tell you That it's written By the guy Who wrote The Leftovers um, I was a little bored With The Leftovers But there mm. are people That go on and on About that show So maybe I'm not The target for it But also It just so happens That the writer For The Leftovers Is Damian Lindelof Who was a yeah. co-creator Of uh, what's that other show You guys were talking oh, yeah, About earlier Oh yeah Lost
2: yeah, so. he's sucking on the dick of J.J. Abrams and he still gets all these jobs from it. So, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. the uh, yeah. only other series, um, you know, that I love on HBO right now is Westworld. And, right. uh, you know, Ryan, I know that you aren't as big a fan. You couldn't uh, you couldn't get into it.
0: No, I couldn't stay awake for it. There's a difference. <laughs> oh. I would literally I, I tried watching the first three episodes and I literally passed out from booze and or boredom and i just didn't pick mm-hmm. it up again so i'm Did gonna you try maybe
2: it. maybe try watching it less drunk
0: <laughs> what the, <laughs> the, the point are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> what
1: well uh, no <laughs> some horse shit
2: <laughs> well ryan you are incredibly wrong uh because westworld is a fantastic show uh very high production values uh i found it uh kind of amazing uh especially that first season and uh the second season ends on a real real good cliffhanger. I'm, I can't wait to see where that goes next. And they also um, put out a little trailer for Westworld, uh, and it has a, a Breaking Bad connection.
1: Oh, really? Uh, what is it going to be out at the end of this year or next year, do you think?
2: Uh, I think it said 2020, so I bet ah. you see it spring or early early next year. But they clearly gotcha. are spending uh, a bundle of cash on it.
0: Gotcha. Uh, I'll give it another it, uh, try, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Well,
2: uh, the the uh, trailer uh, shows uh, uh Jesse from uh, Breaking Bad. What's his name? Um Aaron Paul. name. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh he's in the uh, in the trailer there and he's in the real world and apparently the you know some android uh, spoiler alert some androids have escaped and uh we get to see what happens to them in the real world. So, and that's all in the trailer. So, that looks really cool. I'm excited about that. Um and that's uh that's some reasons to stick around for HBO. Uh, and uh, you'll probably see even more content from HBO coming up because they were bought out uh, early this year by AT and T, and um, AT and T is uh, uh, has uh, disclosed that they think HBO can rival Netflix, and they are massively increasing its budget, and they want to see a lot more content come out of HBO.
0: Fun fact: uh, AT and T also owns Directv and the subsidiary mm-hmm. Directv Now, and Directv Now is fucking garbage. I paid fucking 55 bucks this month for fucking DirecTV now and there's been an outage in my fucking area or at least my fucking computer so I haven't been able to watch shit on that for fucking the last three weeks fuck you DirecTV now you fucking shit ass and when I went to go online to fucking do the customer support because I don't have a fucking phone number for fucking customer support because fuck me right Right. And the fucking page crashed <laughs> <Sucking> <laughs> fucking chat with motherfuckers and be like
1: Yo, oh, fix bad. your shit.
0: Dude, oh. th- th-
1: this episode, you got to do two rants. Come on.
2: <laughs> you got to be Fuck fucking kidding me. Fuck you, <laughs> Oh, well, God. Well, you know, I tried, uh, I tried their service. Uh, uh, the first summer, I moved to Colorado for a couple months. And uh, it was just as unre- – it was brand new then, but just as unreliable as you say it is now. So um, clearly, they, in the last couple of years, have not got their shit together. So everybody you worked know, for- that off
0: for all the cord cutters out there and I have been off of cable since 2011 mm-hmm. I just read Ooh. recently that yeah I'm fancy pants did you adjust your glasses before you said that <laughs> 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 mm-hmm. No but I did readjust my balls Um the uh the actual uh service that gets the highest reviews is PlayStation View of all things Really
2: Right Yeah Yeah I don't yeah. Know what think is it? on
0: what is on PlayStation View? I have
1: no... I, I, don't, I, know, not, I don't know because I
0: can't really... I mean, I can watch it on my big screen, but it doesn't have the fucking speakers hooked up. So I'm like, eh, fuck that. So... Uh, I mean, wow. All right. That's, that's
1: uh came out of left field for me. Man, yeah. it better not be like fucking like 12-year-olds watching 14-year-olds play like Rocket League or some shit like that.
2: No, it actually <laughs> has, it has real channels. Um, I think it's only available in select markets, though, is the problem. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: If I could stream it through my computer, um, I would consider it. But now I have to consider either YouTube or fucking Hulu Live
2: or Yeah. I don't know. All that some bullshit. All right. Well, that was Game of Thrones and uh, that was a little bit of talk about HBO. And uh Ryan, uh I think you uh promised everyone uh a little something. <laughs>
0: That's right, Angry Mason Dan. And when I make a promise, I fucking deliver. So all fucking right. listen, and you will learn how to make the perfect dry martini. Step one, mm. get a fucking martini glass, you fucking barbarians. You can't put this in a fucking <laughs> tumbler or a highball, you savages. Get your fucking self a martini glass. They're fucking cheap. You go to, like, ABC Liquor and buy one for, like, two bucks, all right? So you take your martini glass. You put some ice in it, put some water in there, right? And you just let that fucking martini glass chill. And then what you do is you take that, I don't know what it's called, like a shaker. It's like that silver thing where you like put ice in and then pour booze Mm -hmm. and then you shake it up. And I mean, I don't know what it's called. So we'll just go with, uh, let's call it a Michael J. Fox. So you take your Michael J. Fox, you put some ice in there. (laughs) you You take your gin of choice. My, 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 choice right now is aviator, which is made by Ryan Reynolds. So you pour that in there, you shake it up real good. You just shake that magical J. Fox, right? Uh, meanwhile, go back to your martini glass. You pour the ice water out, the ice and the water, pour that shit out. Then you take your dry vermouth. You pour just a little bit in, swirl it around the fucking martini glass. And you pour that shit out too. You throw it on the fucking ground. And then, so you take your chilled uh, gin in a martini glass that was soaked with dry vermouth, pour your gin in there, add your garnish of choice, olive, onion. I'm not your fucking supervisor. You put in there whatever you want to put in there. Bacon. I don't give a fuck. And you have the perfect dry martini. Great for the summer. It'll cool you off. It'll get you drunk. You're basically just diluting your booze with more booze.
2: <laughs> nice. nice. So uh, uh, it's a, it's a pretty good recipe there, Ryan.
0: No, that's a fucking oh brilliant God. recipe. Don't you fucking <laughs> badmouth me? All uh, right.
1: Well, you, you got to play to your audience a little bit and give us some drink recommendations that fit in a red solo cup.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right yeah. One. When he said martini glass, I was the first thing I was going to say. Well, what's wrong with a solo cup? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Step one. Open your Schlitz Malt liquor. (laughs) Step two.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Tilt head back.
2: (laughs) All right. Well, if uh, any of you out there uh, have some comments about uh, Ryan's perfect dry martini recipe, uh, you can reach us on Facebook.com slash Angry Masons. Maybe drop us an email, angrymasons at catlever.com. Or, of course, we're on Twitter at Angry Masons. You can get new episodes on SoundCloud.com slash Angry Masons. Tune in radio, Spotify, and of course the almighty iTunes, where uh come on people, uh give us a review or two on there. Uh log in under someone else's account, give us a review. I don't care. And uh let's get that going. And you know, uh you know a
0: coworker uh, I work with, he actually checked into iTunes, gave us a, a positive review and a thumbs up or whatever. But, I mean, you kind of had to because I like give him rides home. <laughs> so, oh, right.
2: <laughs> and you were going to leave him stranded on the side of the road if you didn't. This I might.
1: <laughs> he stop off at Okeechobee Boulevard and look at him and be like, what were you supposed to do by
0: now? <laughs> no. All uh, right. I just
2: drop him off at Tamron. <laughs> oh, well, uh, that's it for today. And uh, we will see you next episode. So, uh, honorary angry Mason uh, Jay. Hey, Thank you very much for joining us today. Uh,
1: can I give uh, two quick shout outs? Is that cool? Go for it. All right. First, I want to say a uh, happy birthday to a friend of ours who shall not be named because he's kind of a bitch.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: um, second, I want to say we're sorry, Michael J. Fox. Please just understand.
2: Yeah. Just understand. Uh-huh. It's, it's not the first,
1: second or millionth time you've heard this. Just, just, just be cool. <laughs> right, good. That's good. I'm done. Good. Right.
2: Thanks for joining us, everyone. And we'll see you next time. See you. Later.